0: The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about other topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the person stating them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Last call? No, no, last call. No, please, please, somebody, listen, no. Last call? Uh, last call? Last call? argue you bastards, I said last call!
1: What are you still doing here? Don't you know there's a corona apocalypse out there? Okay, fine. Order one more drink before you go.
0: Hello and welcome to our semi-annual Last Call episode winter 2020 edition on the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. So every six months we like to just give our wallets and livers a bit of a rest and just take a look back, perhaps give some behind-the-scenes glimpses inside the podcast, recap the previous six months worth of episodes and shorts, and talk about what's coming up. And of course, there will be tangents. (laughs) But first, Ed's going to get us started with some listener shout-outs.
2: Thanks, Scott.
0: Listen, what an
2: amazing year this has been. Because in a way, this is probably our year anniversary episode as well mm. and we're gonna have to celebrate in seclusion because we are in the middle of a shutdown on the uh, coronavirus in new jersey
0: well to be clear not in the middle of it we're not disobeying the law it's just starting tonight in about an hour and a half <laughs> right and uh
2: Yes, so. I didn't mean to mess you up. No, sorry.
0: When this comes out, it's going to be
2: April. And by that point, we're going to have a much clearer picture of what's going on with the coronavirus. We're all stuck in our houses. They've closed our local lounge, um, except for takeout. And we are still allowed to go out. I think we can record further after this. So we'll see how it plays out. But we are prepared with content to release all the way into May.
0: Yeah, and we're being careful too. Like, um we're seated much farther apart. Much farther than we, apart than normal. <laughs> we normally are. We haven't even feet. We haven't even fist bumped. Right. We've, we kept,
2: <laughs> we've kept six foot, and I and I, you know, I washed my hands when I got here today like I was doing surgery. Right. And everything's uh, bathed in bourbon and alcohol to kill all germs.
0: Yeah, we're disinfecting ourselves from the inside. <laughs>
2: So it's, it's a crazy time, and I know everyone out there knows what I'm talking about because you're going through it too. So it's kind of cast a little bit of a shadow over our one-year anniversary of the podcast, but we still want to talk about things because... Yeah. Why don't you do the shout-outs? Yeah. We're really overwhelmed by how many people have been supportive this year. On our Facebook page, we have 1,000 plus likes already, over 4,000 downloads. Yeah. I mean, it could be the same person downloading us 4,000 <laughs> times, but...
0: <laughs> right. They're but going to different podcasts. All kidding
2: app- aside, we, each episode is being downloaded between 60 and 100 times, which I think after one Year is amazing, yeah, and th- that's not bad for as long as we've been operating. And the fact that we don't really go crazy publicizing,
0: yeah, I would say we're, we're probably now at about 150 per week downloads. Right. And now that we have more content, this will be our 52nd or 53rd. If one person just downloads, that's one of our best download days, right? There, right? Exactly,
2: that's a great point, Scott. That moving forward, starting in April. We are taking the last Thursday off as a catch up day because we are getting a lot of new fans mm. and uh, we don't want to overwhelm them. We don't want to be like, oh, they have, you know, 100 episodes. I don't feel like getting into it. First right. of all, you don't <laughs> have to go in order. Some people I've talked to, oh, no, I have to go in order. Hey, listen, it, hey, there's definitely something to be gained from going in order because yeah. we make references and there's a lot of inside jokes on the uh, right. <laughs> Tangent podcast. Yeah. But, it's if not, you just want to dip into our, our Blood Oath episode or our, or you want to look at what we're talking about with Elijah Craig, then just jump into that episode. We'll tell you all about it.
0: Right. It's certainly not necessary to do that. Uh, I'm the type of person who probably would start at the very beginning and work my way through, but that's Believe just Believe it or not, me.
2: as different as our personalities are, I'm the exact same way. Really? I hate going out of order. Yeah. Episodes, like if I'm watching like to binge watch something, like, oh, you don't have to, watch for, no, I have to watch first season. I have to know what's going on. Yeah. I
0: can't watch. It started in the middle of a movie. I, I can't. Either restart it or I'll go upstairs. <laughs> right.
2: So some shout outs. Some people that have been really great our first year, of course, Derek and Callum from the local where we have our locker at. Uh, they have been just the best whiskey buddies, and you know they're struggling during this time period too. And I, and, yeah. and my heart goes out to them. And Andres, of course, the uh, bar manager there, who's a dear, dear friend of the podcast, and yeah. and you just enjoyed him throughout our whiskey madness. Uh, and all the people there. I mean, we know everyone who works there. They're like part of the family to us, really. So we, our heart goes out to them, and we hope that they're doing okay.
0: Right, good people. All. Of them. Oh my God, such yeah. good people there.
2: And then people we've met at the lounge has been special to us too Um, yeah Marty and Rachel have just been spectacular fans of the podcast and uh, are great people to talk to we just were with them at the last whiskey tasting we did which was the uh,
0: yeah the the, uh, green spot red spot yellow spot
2: right where they were at the same table with us if you will and we had a great time with them
0: yeah we stayed we overstayed
2: I think (laughs) what's great about there is you know we we share we gave some tealings to them they gave us some Woodford double oak and uh, and no actually what was the scotch you gave us last
0: Time. Oh yeah, he gave us a scotch. Um, Dow Winning No, it was um, was good. I think it was um, Balvany. Balvany. Oh yeah. 12. 12 or 15. Mm, maybe the 15.
2: It was nice. Yeah. And so, thank you so much, Marty, for that. And our goal is to eventually have them on here. Yeah. It, they're very knowledgeable. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. We you know Rachel's given us an idea about uh, an episode, too, encouraging us and giving us ideas. Yeah. A few other people that I want to give a shout out to. My cousin Nancy, who I uh, thanked so much on the first last call. Yeah. This, so, it was so nice. She sent us a box with these little test tubes in it and like a little rack that holds them. Mm hmm with stoppers in them and it was all these baking spices like yeah. clove and cardamom and cinnamon and so that we could open up the the test tubes and smell right. to so see if anything is clicking as we taste whiskeys. Um, also, Rich and Bill over at Banash, which is our local honey whore, uh, honey whore, <laughs> <laughs> honey hey whore, honey. No. Hey, hey um, now. Has some fantastic selection of whiskey. They did a um, uh, expression with MGP themselves, which was a- uh,
0: Oh, was that the weeder the, thing?
2: The weeder with yeah. 60% corn and like 35% wheat, 5% malted barley. Yeah, very. Out. it was
0: very good. It was
2: spectacular. at uh, 114 proof, I think, 115 proof. Mm, and, uh, I can wa- check. It's right here. On yeah, check it. It won a couple of tastings with, uh, I think, WO and I can see why because it was delicious I just went back and got a second bottle this week So if you're anywhere in the South Jersey area, Cherry Hill specifically, Banache is a fantastic, fantastic liquor store.
0: It was 115. 115. 115 proof.
2: And I think the price point was about $50. And they also have this great clearance table because they have so much product come in.
0: Is that where you get the journeyman? Yeah, the The feather. The journeyman. Hold
2: on. Yeah. So the counter to the weeder that they had was a journeyman that was 60% rye and like 40% good.
0: Say what it is. Yeah, it's the Journeyman Distillery's last feather rye whiskey. It's a sixty percent rye, forty percent
2: wheat. Which is like the opposite of what the weeder is, which is sixty percent corn. So the
0: point is you go in there and there's always something to be grabbed on the um shelf. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been there. I know. It's you, the weirdest and, thing. And
2: you live so close to it, because it's right down street from Cherry Hill Mall.
0: Yeah. there's. You know what? The weird thing about the Cherry Hill Mall in Marlton is there's no direct route to get there. It's really all back roads and weirdness, unless you go all the way down 70. Well, 73. That's go 73. 73 and go all the way down 38.
2: Well, yeah, you might be right. But I, I can't believe it's not like a, a random church road or something like that. Uh, there is. There's but always there's, a church road that goes. There's like
0: 50 down. lights. It's a pain in the ass. Welcome to South Jersey. <laughs> I... I- I'm going to Google
2: how far bananas is from your house right now while i on, on the air because I feel like you're being dramatic. I, can't, I I I know I drive like
0: no finish your finish right. your shout outs and then All look right. it up when All I do right. my shout out. So
2: I want to also give a shout out to uh, my friend Joe and his wife Lisa who were supposed to do an episode with us and due to her job as a pretty important person in the respiratory field of medicine in the Philadelphia area, she's needed and can't break away. And plus, now we're on double secret shutdown probation or whatever. So and then I want to thank the people that came on and we're on episodes gabe of course gabe the whiskey sherpa the whiskey sherpa he's been an outstanding third piece cheers bro the mayor of jackie's crossing siobhan has been an surprisingly intricate member of the team
0: she has great comedic timing oh yes uh just comes out with the (laughs) the the most shocking statements right well especially
2: if we get her buzzed up like we did in an episode whatever yeah
0: we'll get to that yeah
2: Shelby, Nari, and Drea, we're back again from the uh, 10th episode. They were back for our New Year's Eve The ladies. cocktail extravaganza, right? Their nickname is AKA The Ladies Are Back. Right. Then we had Christian and my friend Jay right. from work who was on for the uh, beer episode. The mm-hmm. beer uh, that's been aged in bourbon barrels. The barrel-aged beers, yes. Right. And um, finally, Jeff and Sue, I feel like, need their own time. Jeff has been on several episodes and shorts. Sue God, is probably one of my most fun episodes to do the episode with port finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you haven't heard that one, she is just hysterical. Um,
0: we have an episode planned for them too. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Cause once we find something that works, Lord knows we will beat it to death <laughs> and milk it for all, it ha- all it's worth.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, so
2: yeah, who's your uh, shout out? So
0: my shout out, I only have one. I'd like to make it sort of a special thing for a, a particular person who I think went above and beyond. So uh, this time it's my friend, Bill. I work with his wife, Jen, and, Bill took our whiskey tangent cards That we had created Like Mm -hmm. sort of like business Mm -hmm. cards And he went on a trip to Spain and Italy And he just Johnny Appleseeded them around bars, liquor stores, duty-free shops in the airports. And I just thought that was a really cool thing for him to do. He's a big supporter of the podcast. Jen was telling a story that she was bothering him about something. She's like, I was the nagging wife, nagging him to do something. And he's like, I am paying attention to this podcast. I'm learning about things. (laughs) And then she's like, and then she heard my voice and she's like, oh, it's Scott. Okay, fine. Yes. By all means, continue what you're doing.
2: (laughs) Right. And there's no rumor that he had anything to do with spreading the coronavirus around italy no that is a that is a fake rumor that i just started (laughs) and i quickly refuted
0: this was back in i don't know october Right, and now
2: we are the number one whiskey podcast in Italy, as far as I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pre- I think I've heard that somewhere. Oh yeah, from me just a second ago.
0: Oh, so that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's a good segue into where our listeners oh, are. Oh, right. From. Yeah, that's
2: right. So my favorite part of the last call last time was Scott to do a recap of who's listening to us and where, because it always is nice to know where our twelves of fans are located at. Right.
0: So do you want to do just the last six months? Sure. That? Our six month last call came out in September. So since then, Scott, where are we at? All right. Aside from the United States, of course. The number one was Canada. Right. And Canada can actually show the breakdown. So we were in British Columbia, by far the most. And then Quebec, Alberta, and Ontario. Spain so oh, there, there maybe go. bill's cards did the trick I,
2: I don't see how you cannot say a correlation there we have no other connection to spain how many people in spain
0: 28 All well right. d- it downloads not people but you right, know,
2: right. well who knows i would hope it's not 28 people who downloaded it once and it's fuck it. right <laughs> stop, stop listening right. that would be worse I, I, it's actually better to have one person that loved 28 episodes
0: yeah i agree <laughs> uh afghanistan still uh 27 that's our uh our buddy brian right um, i don't know if he's still there i stopped seeing stuff from afghanistan uh, a few months ago so it could be that he's returned uh brian if you've returned send us an email
2: yeah let us know WhiskeyTangent at gmail.com
0: um the next one on the list mexico mm. they, they had already been listening to us i right, think this before is
2: that right all these
0: numbers are from september right uh ireland love us there yeah We're getting bigger india right united kingdom hmm germany interesting south africa love it australia yep romania right thailand surprising israel hmm. new zealand france singapore Wait, new zealand yeah new zealand damn france singapore ukraine argentina croatia the netherlands panama poland and sweden
2: i mean can we say holy fuck like that's so impressive in one year that we have been downloaded how many different countries 24 countries right so that's that's really fucking amazing this is something that didn't exist last april
0: yeah
2: when, when this gets released it'll be two days shy of the day our first episode was released and argentina
0: finally gets us into south america
2: right And how many downloads do we have in the great country of argentina <laughs> one one download <laughs> someone listen to us and hate us but guess what bitches doesn't matter counts counts as being in six continents now <laughs> we have been listened to in
0: six continents. We are literally all around the world. I've been
2: everywhere, Scott. I've been everywhere.
0: <laughs> Canada, Afghanistan, Mexico, Spain. <laughs> exactly. So
2: if you would have told me when we started this April 11th last year. Nope. That.
0: Nope. What? What? No, I'm saying, no.
2: I was going to say, yeah. if you would have told us that we would have (laughs) been- I already know what you're going to say. (laughs) If we would have been downloaded to and listened to in 24 countries in six continents, I would have been like, shut your fucking face. We might get like 253 listens in America.
0: Right. Uh, In New Jersey. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Like maybe, you know, maybe somebody in Ireland would would click on because, you know, we like Irish whiskey too.
0: Okay. So so here's a cool thing. You can actually click on the United States and see all the states in which we've been listened to. And there's only- 12 states that we've not been listened to oh wow fuck yeah. really
2: yeah i was gonna say seven that we did
0: no 12 that we have not been listened to so that's fucking amazing yeah our top five of new jersey of course pennsylvania maryland california and new york wow all in the hundreds wow that's crazy so
2: we have 38 states that have listened to us yes in the united states
0: including hawaii
2: wow and like you said five different provinces of canada yeah I don't even know what to say about that. I'm actually a little overwhelmed <laughs> by that. I, it's hysterical <laughs> to me that we were able to accomplish so much. Yeah.
0: So uh, let's um let's do the recaps.
1: <laughs> Episode 14
2: We went to a tasting at the local lounge on Willet. We tasted the Willet Pots Dough bourbon we got to taste the family state rye noah's mill and rowan's creek right. and the pure kentucky xo which was delicious and uh, so we got to go to that tasting and then that made us go out and get the uh, bottle of willet which i had to haggle just to be allowed to buy it at the uh, liquor store <laughs> so the guy comes out he's got the bottle in his hand i'm excited there it is this bottle right here yep okay he reaches it out to me i go to grab it and he snaps it back like you're gonna buy it right you want it what like like i was standing in his driveway at at a yard sale or something like he was afraid i was gonna snatch it and run out of the store (laughs) that's
0: the most ridiculous thing i've ever Literally
2: pulled it back from me like bent his elbow back towards his ear like no you're gonna buy it right and i'll yeah I, i asked you to go get it and what we learned from that episode is that the Willet is spectacular at about 110 proof for being only four years. I still don't know how they're able to accomplish that. And we also learned that for a very reasonable price, like $37, $38 at the uh, High West Dollar Rye
0: held its own pretty well yeah I, re- was a, I really like the high west double rye um it's made in utah uh, I, the thing i remember about episode 14 was ed being let's say inappropriate was, in his anger toward utah i was belligerent he was belligerent and i had to cut out most of it
2: yes it simply couldn't air
0: I, okay I, I remember laughing at it then i went to edit the episode and i'm listening to it in the sobering light of day and i'm like oh god we can't use any of this yeah
2: and i, I think i texted him the next morning like i think you want to look at my utah rant because i feel like it was a, a little bit um intense at times
0: yeah, and i'm like um yeah it's already cut so M- maybe i'll play a little clip of it yeah, right. with most of your stuff bleeped out
2: can we just talk about like Utah's like a sh- state i mean like what a sh- state you are utah your whole f- useless mormon f- salt lake state with your f- sh- basketball team that named the jazz for no fucking reason because you're the least jazz state i forbid anybody to listen to my podcast in utah i don't want you to listen oh in man. your fucking lily white stupid short haircut stop knocking on my door on a saturday morning in your little suits your little fucking clean cuts dead for kids you utah and your fucking mormons your whole religion Andy Reid and, and 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 Steve Young and anybody else that you want to line up Jeez. kiss my big ample ass you bizarre people Funny. Okay. <laughs> so that was a great episode to start the second half with because was. first of all for Scott and I's perspective it was delicious to drink the whiskey which is always important
0: episode 15
2: that was a cocktail episode, because every five. Yeah, our first one with Anders. Anders came to yeah. do a foray into cocktails. And, uh, the Chancellor, the Godfather, and the Vukare. Right. He made these three drinks, and they were delicious, and it was one of our funniest episodes. It was
0: great. It was a great time. That's when Pucker made his first appearance.
1: And just throw all that together, and you're essentially just making a pomegranate syrup in there. You have traditional grenadine, and it's got more of a pucker. mm um, and more of like a yeah. I like pucker. Pucker up,
0: <laughs> and do pucker, do pucker. Who who is pucker to us? <laughs> do you know a pucker? No, we'll wait for this pucker.
2: <laughs> so great. Scott and I created the world's worst mascot for the colon and intestinal health oh. department of America, and so it was like a giant oh. ass with an <laughs> asshole talking <laughs> called Pucker. Like, oh, Hi.
0: hey guys, I'm Pucker. Maybe get your colon checked.
2: <laughs> So that stupid, stupid, idiotic story that you just heard is one of the reasons that we have a podcast. Also, oh.
0: this episode is when you got the nickname Chancellor. So let's talk about the first cocktail, the yeah. Chancellor. Ed, I think you said that you would like the Chancellor to be your nickname. Yeah, that's my new nickname. The I,
2: Chancellor. I think if that was my nickname, that's a pretty boss-ass nickname. Like, it is a pretty hey, dope chances, nickname, yeah. Hey,
0: hey Chancellor! Chancellor! Hey, everybody. Slim Jims for everyone. Slim Jims. <laughs> I don't think it's actually caught on.
2: No, it has not really my nickname.
0: No. I want to be the drambassador. Yes. So like
2: <laughs> if we had a YouTube channel and we were like the Chancellor and the Drambassador, yeah, yeah, that'd I be like, that would be pretty dope. I like it. That'd be awesome. Episode sixteen. Angel Envy. Bourbon versus Breckenridge. Port finished whiskies was our theme. And we drank a lovely port that Scott had picked up somewhere. We had our good friends, Jeff and Sue, there. I was the one that titled the episode in the middle of it, that train is going off the rails again.
1: Don't <laughs> pretend that your listeners aren't thinking. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
0: Jeff, are you saying that there may be fan fiction? Are people shipping us? <laughs> <laughs> Any rumor
2: of us being more than podcast associates is completely inaccurate. <laughs> you are
0: <They're> greatly <laughs> exaggerating. <laughs> no. They're making disclaimers <laughs> (laughs) Exciting and easy chair. (laughs) You were doing the wrong song, sorry. (laughs) I just sang right over you. (laughs) I was doing The Love Boat. Oh. Oh. I mean, you were doing... Stryzen, oh, it? Barbara Streisand. Yeah.
1: It's one of those K-Tel Records
0: oh, song the, commercials. That's right. And Peebo Bryson. And <laughs> Oh, my God. this is
1: We're completely
2: off the rails Holy here.
0: Holy crap. Yeah. Sorry. We're
2: answering a question very simply. <laughs> there is no pure boss. We negotiate everything when it needs to be negotiated. I give Scott carte blanche when it comes to editing. There's
1: no pitcher and
2: there's no catcher. And
0: we're... Uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs>
2: we could not keep it we,
0: going. We couldn't. We couldn't keep it together. We were we were extra funny, man. We, we, were, were, we were drunk. We yeah. were drunk
2: a little bit, but I mean, some of us were drunker than others. And Sue, so, you know, I'm hoping to have my friend Joe and his wife on sometime. They're big, big whiskey aficionados. They really go all in on scotches and single malts and bourbons. So,
1: but I bring the fresh perspective.
2: Absolutely, not we love it
1: having. Very much experienced. You bring so much stadium. more than that, Sue. Yeah. Right. Oh,
0: I know. And you look adorable in those headphones. Did we tell oh you my that god! Yeah.
2: You should get a job as like an air traffic controller.
0: Air traffic control. Oh. Uh-huh. You're going to have to turn around.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say turn around again. <laughs> 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 it was hysterical. <laughs> talk
2: about a lost episode if this got cut from sue and added that to my utah rant that alone would be a good episode right there because it's fucking hysterical
0: (laughs) oh she was so extra and i you know she was a little embarrassed that uh, she had gotten as drunk as as she did so there's
2: no reason for that because you're in the safe zone of the whiskey tangent
0: right and so you know i edited around the worst parts of it and you know it came out great
2: which by the way as he does for us too sue Yes. wait. Well, there was one episode in our first six months that we, I was so drunk, I turned my mic off and just rambled for like 15 minutes. He cut the whole last 15 minutes of the episode off. It doesn't. I, goes, I had
0: to. He had to come up with the baby. <laughs> so, please. Right. It was like the uh, parents in uh, Charlie Brown. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you can hear me clearly, but Ed's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so true. Episode 17.
2: So this is where we gave was called the Whiskey Sherpa, and there was an article in Nepal. I think 12 Sherpas had been killed in an avalanche, and I said, well, see, Gabe, it's better to be a Whiskey Sherpa than a regular Sherpa. And then I just decided to go on a rant about assholes that fucking climb out Everest, because you are. It's a sick, twisted, little, self-indulging group that go and I mean Sir Edmund Hillary who first went in the 50s and did it was pretty remarkable now it's like a trendy thing for a bunch of yuppie fucking assholes and they're dragging these poor fucking sherpas up with them to carry all their shit then avalanche kills 12 of them in the worst avalanche in fucking history and the government's like ah come on come on take the yuppie fuckers up to the top of the mountain (laughs) oh my god for no fucking reason because it's already been done a thousand fucking times (laughs) So, you know, all they do is leave trash and frozen shit up on top of everything. Don't get me started again. I'm going to go another ramp.
0: Yeah. One of the things about that episode was the, um, the information about the toasting and the charring.
2: Very interesting. I never really looked at it that deeply.
0: Now, if you're wondering, as I did, what the difference is between charred and toasted, charred is they basically burn it black, like the wood after a campfire. The wood sugars are caramelized, which imparts sweeter flavors like caramel and honey. But what this also does is it creates a layer of purifying charcoal, which acts as a filter, resulting in a smoother and mellower flavor overall. Toasted means you're just heating it more gently, creating a thinner burned layer of dark brown. And it gives the whiskey more vanilla notes and spicy notes. But it's sharper overall because of the absence of that charcoal layer. And you can do them both or one or the other, and you can do them at a different amount of time. And that greatly affects the flavor of your final whiskey. So it's just another thing. The water, the yeast, the greens that you use, the, the barrel wood that you use, how long you age it, where you age it. It's just another factor in making delicious whiskey.
2: Absolutely. Every single month we learn something new. Yeah.
0: Again, one of the best things about doing this podcast is learning new things which comes second to tasting two, which is whiskeys.
2: <laughs> episode
1: 18, beer. Yeah.
2: Right. The first thing we did to break our protocol, if you will, was the episode on bourbon aged beer, right?
0: Bourbon barrel beer.
2: Right. So beers that were aged in bourbon barrels. The impetus for this was two of our friends who aren't really whiskey drinkers. My friend Christian, who was my neighbor, and then my friend I work with, Jay, who's actually friends with Christian on his own, which is a strange thing. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't even know that.
2: Yeah, so there's a whole little triangle there. Like, I know Chris and Jay, and Chris knows me and Jay, and Jay knows me and Chris, all yeah, separately. All
0: separately, yeah. And so
2: we had like seven different beers, and it was a great episode. It was very funny, but it started out… <laughs> Before we even went on the air, the, one of the funniest things that's ever happened, uh, I see how I said that. Jay would not say that, but he had these spectacular tasting glasses. I put my, my brown paper bag down, and I pulled out my bottle of whiskey that I brought. I think it was Eagle Rare. Mm-hmm. Just for pre-gaming. Just for pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. And I caught the lip of one of his glasses I didn't see was there and cracked it all the way down the side. Yeah. I see him react to it, and he starts to like put his head in his hands and start to laugh And I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, is he buzzed up already? Like, he's why does he care that I just broke Scott's glass? You know?" And then the story comes out, and so that's the theme for the whole first half of the episode: of how I broke his glass.
3: If I may, in particular, I'm really enjoying the way the glass vessel contains it and keeps it from spilling out all over the counter. That um, (laughs) you know what you don't usually want to do when you see a glass of that quality is put something on it. See the big fucking hole at the top? (laughs) Yeah, that's where you put. That's where you put stuff in it. Right. And not, see how thin and well-crafted the edges are? I mean,
2: beautifully well-crafted. Right. I mean, it's like a master craftsman. Like in, like Chris said, they looked hand-carved, and I can't argue with that. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful glasses I've ever seen. And So, Jay, I do need to know, though, because you haven't explained to me anything about the glasses. Where did you get the glasses? Freaking Ireland. At, they
3: came from Ireland. Wait, you went to Ireland, didn't you, Jay? I did go to Ireland.
0: They were wedding gift. Yes. Yeah, he was they telling me about them, all about them, before you got gift. here and broke one. Oh. Well, Scott, maybe <laughs> so, you'll tell me about them,
3: because Jay's
2: not really being- Well,
3: fooled. no, here's the deal. I had my family, uh, to celebrate my wedding, they wanted to get me something special. They wanted to get my wife and I something special. So, they said, when you're in Ireland, why don't you pick out some crystal, the nicest hand-blown you can edit out hand blown, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. So so we, that's what it sounds like my weekend. So we go and <laughs> so we go and we tour the Waterford. oh are they Waterford? Waterford? To, oh. They are.
0: Oh shit! They're Waterford. Yeah, the
3: God Waterford. Damn it! Hand blown crystal, and uh, it does get better though because if you were looking, <laughs> if you were looking to replace this tasting glass, Ed, yeah, this pattern is only available in Ireland, so you can only get it there. Mm. Well,
1: what the fuck did you bring them here for? <laughs>
0: Yeah. So what Ed, what Ed didn't see, he, Ed saw Jay's reaction, but he didn't see my reaction. My reaction was total and utter shock because Jay was the first, Jay was the first one here and he told me the entire story. So I knew, I knew exactly what those glasses were and what they meant to him. I look like, I look like Macaulay Culkin in uh, Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> my p- hands are over my face. I was like, oh my God, what did you do? Turned out to be hilarious because yeah. Jay just hammered Ed the yeah. entire episode. Yeah,
2: he, he used it exactly as he should have.
0: Right. That's why the episode is titled, Sometimes Bad Things Happen to Good Glasses. Right.
2: So that was one of our most popular episodes with people. people it really was. We had an amazing amount of feedback on that that I was surprised about. Yeah. And um, Chris is very low-key at times, but Chris was the one that kept us on. There was times that Scott, me, and Jay were just laughing and being stupid, and Chris would be like, anyway, so I'm tasting a lot of um, <laughs> malt he r- he really did. and hops on this. Like, yeah. Can we get back?
1: So this yeah. ale was aged for 120 days, it says here. 120 days. Okay. Yep. This is uh, my favorite so far, this beer here.
3: Anyone? Jesse (laughs) and smashed a beer bottle into yet another glass. Did you hear that? I mean, we have. Why does Ed
2: hate the glassware? (laughs) Uh, Scott, Scott, go ahead, do it.
3: Scott.
1: Anyway, anyway. (laughs) What?
0: Ed smash.
3: Chris, I believe you had some thoughts you to share with us about this latest
2: beer.
1: <laughs> no, that just that that trumped everything I had to say right there. Oh. Ending
2: glass and beer now. Ending glass now. Get beer now. in glass. i
0: like smashing glass. Anyway, oh turns anyway, oh out, oh turns out New
1: Holland makes their own freaking bourbon. So,
0: oh, so they use their own barrels. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. That's cool. no, and, well, and number- they also. <laughs> We are Mate. on the edge of our seats, man. What, what do you got?
2: We want to have the Mac. We wanted to do whiskey Asian beer barrels, but right. they don't really fuck with whiskey like that. So they, they don't. So I don't know what to do.
0: Maybe we do another enough.
2: bourbon barrel beers. There's enough beer out there. One beer episode a year is probably good. Episode
0: 19.
2: It's the Hill Rock tasting, and uh, when we did that episode, we felt it was kind of a flat episode for us. But let me tell you, if you get a chance to go to a tasting or do a flight, we've said this before, but the Hill Rock tasting, we tasted six Hill Rock expressions. Now, what's key about that is if you're buying the bottles, Mm -hmm. you're usually 85 to 100 for the Hill Rock bottles. If you don't know the Hill Rock distillery, if you don't know their product, if you like bourbon... Then you're missing the boat because yeah. they they have a cab finish, they have a pinot finish, they have a Saturn finish, yeah. they have a double cask rye, they have a double cask rye Saturn finish, and they have the regular bourbon solero, right? yeah,
0: which is also basically a finished
2: whiskey. So right, they're in New York,
0: small operation, it's
2: the most spectacular bottle in the industry. They're cool, yeah. It's, it's something you give somebody when they get a new job or a new house. Yeah. It was an amazing experience, and it helped us become really experts on a brand in one day.
0: Yeah, and to have six was really a treat.
2: And then we bought the double cask or eye Saturn finish right. for the episode, right? which gave us seven different expressions that we've tried. Yeah,
0: that's why I named it Hill Rock Time 7, and the tangent was that <laughs> Pluto's not a planet, so get your head out of Uranus.
2: And uh, one thing else I want to say, uh, just a personal message to people out there who grew up and had image of the world like I did, especially the fact that we had nine planets in our our solar system. (laughs) I mean, this fact that we arbitrarily have to throw Pluto out after it's been a planet, it's not doing anything. It's minding its own fucking business. And all of a sudden, somebody has to decide that because a couple of Jupiter's moons are kind of like big (laughs) No. Oh, there could be. No. no. (laughs) shh. It's not your time yet. And um, (laughs) an anti-Pluto guy next to me.
0: I'm not anti-Pluto. I love Pluto. So things change in science, okay? Science is not making you feel better. Science is not always right. Science progresses. It's about clarification of knowledge. Pluto was discovered in an era when we had discovered other giant planets like Neptune and Uranus. I'm not going to say Uranus because it's just a dumb name. Uranus. You're, you know, Uranus. Since then, we have discovered several objects that are as big, some bigger than Pluto.
2: I got one right here.
0: Yeah, it's not as big as Pluto. <laughs> don't don't flatter yourself.
2: It's closer to you than Pluto. So. <laughs> it's,
0: it is closer. It looks bigger. <laughs>
2: It looks bigger than Pluto right now.
0: And, you know, they had to decide what they're going to do. Now, they could have named all of those things planets. There are five official ones, but there's dozens of others that haven't been observed enough for them to determine.
2: Are they closer than Pluto or farther away?
0: Well, one is in the asteroid belt, and that's Ceres. And that one is almost as big as Pluto. And it's round. It's a world of its own. We should have to call that a planet too. i I'm oh. fine if we do that. But what the International Astronomical Union decided to do was come up with a new category and put Pluto in it. Mm-hmm. It's not a demotion. It's just a recategorization.
2: Mm. It sounds like someone just took your big office away and gave you a small office and told you it wasn't a demotion. <laughs>
0: That's right. This is just me dropping some science on you bitches because everyone's like, oh, Pluto, it's so cute. Oh my God, it's a planet. Pluto doesn't care. Pluto doesn't care. I just felt
2: life was better when Pluto was a planet. (laughs) And I have no type of argument to back that up. Right. I know.
0: I get the emotionality of it. I get that we grew up learning that Pluto was a planet and now it's not a planet anymore. And it's very distressing to people because people like to have control over their lives. And this is something that they don't have control over. It's floating uh, out there in space. It's still Pluto. It's still awesome. Right.
2: You can float off in space. You can have the biggest orbit.
0: You can be farthest away and they can
2: say what they want they can diss you and hate you and spit at your grave they can give all the hate but you're always a planet to me (laughs) oh you elliptical fool (laughs) though you break all the rules you're a planet to me (laughs) so anyway
0: (laughs) love it i love it it's great episode 20 Our
2: most adventurous episode to date—the
0: New Year's Eve whiskey cocktail reunion extravaganza, battle of the sexes. Right. So we had the girls are back, Nari, ladies,
2: Drea and Shelby, um, Ariel, who was actually here for the for episode fifteen oh, too. Right, she's the also. pastry chef at the local. Yes. So we had four girls, and then we had Gabe joining scott and i along with anders because it was a cocktail episode right and he put together three cocktails what were they
0: um they were the Ward eight the bacon old-fashioned and the baltimore eggnog
2: yeah so we had like a full party here we had scott put a whole spread out it was decorated for the holidays. still we played like uh family feud version yeah the guys won easily i can't figure out why that was (laughs) but we killed them i can't either we could have answered both sides of the questions in one
0: yeah Name something women do better than men. Everything. And now it goes to the men. Name something women do better than men.
2: Uh, We're going to go with cook. Are you
3: serious?
0: That's so. Cook is the number five answer. The other answer is number one answer was shop, 33 points. The number three answer was drive.
1: That's insane. Bullshit. bullshit. I, that's no, that's I don't think bullshit. so. I was going to go with that, but. Wrong. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is women who are asked this question.
0: It was. Of course they're going to say, oh, I'm a better driver. Oh, <laughs> I got my phone and my makeup while I'm driving down 295. Statistically speaking, don't men get into more accidents than women? That's why you guys Maybe. have a higher insurance than us? Maybe. Maybe. Right. That's Maybe. what I thought.
2: We, good point. It's a shame we're going to have to cut this. And so that was a really really fun episode um do we have a short after that
0: uh no i mean so that was the last episode right. of the year and then we went into the what the fuck is a whiskey
2: I couldn't be prouder of the four-part documentary that Scott and I did on Prohibition. It was a hundred-year anniversary of Prohibition becoming a thing. Yeah. And we had always wondered, how in the hell did anybody think this was a good idea? Right. And I have to tell you, once you sit down and look at it, it makes sense how it happened, and it makes just as much sense why it stopped. Yes. It was a perfect storm for both, mm-hmm. and I learned so much, and... We had so much personal satisfaction doing it to break up the routine. Yeah. And we had tremendous feedback from people on this. Some people be like, you know what? I don't really want to read a book on it. I don't need the six-hour Ken Burns version. Right. Which, which was, we watched. We watched, which is really, really interesting. Um,
0: it's interesting. It's so long.
2: So long. It could be shorter, Ken. Ken, yeah. it, it could have been shorter. Yeah,
0: I get an editor, Ken.
2: If Scott could work with Ken Burns, it would have been <laughs> two episodes, four hours. <laughs> yeah. And instead okay. of it was Three episodes, six hours, and ten minutes. So. Yeah. Whew. Scott would have taken two hours out of that it was a, Yeah, I would have. It's a slog. He always has to have something like, Ma, we're out working on the still today. <laughs> sure was hot. But like he always has to give you like some personal thing on it. Sure. Scott would be like, it's not funny. It's not informative. I'm cutting it. Cut and we still tried to keep it as a whiskey theme.
0: Right. It was about Prohibition, but we tried to focus on the whiskey. I did a a state of whiskey sort of synopsis for each one. We focused each episode, except for the last one, on a particular whiskey that was developed or made at the time, or at least an homage to that time. Right. This is what we were talking about when back in episode 14, when we were thinking maybe this format that we're doing, we need to change things up a little bit. And this was our first idea of how to do it. We mapped out the Episodes, how many we wanted to do, what we wanted to do them on. And as you said, Ed, it was really satisfying to actually do it and see it all come together.
1: You, be you.
0: Episode 21.
2: Cognac finished whiskeys. I brought the Crown Royal XO to the party, and it was delicious. Crown Royal itself is very drinkable. It's simple, sweet, delicious. It's better than you think it is. But the Crown Royal XO, wow. I loved it. It was extra good. Yeah, we drank some Hennessy to get warmed up, and then Scott brought an Irish whiskey, Lambay.
0: Yeah, that was was an interesting whiskey. Um, It didn't hold up to uh, Crown Royal. Uh, We just chose it because they both had cognac finishes. There aren't that many cognac finishes. Kind of chose them just because we could get them. (laughs) Right. Honestly, uh, we kind of crafted this episode around your son, Michael, uh, who hadn't been on before, and he provided most of the um, comedy for that episode, because as we do here on the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, um, Ed does something, and then people complain about it the entire time. (laughs)
2: And joining us is my son, Michael, who goes by the stage name of Chalk Mike, who provides the opening music for our shorts with his song Freedom. And he has been uh, chomping at the bit, if you will, to get on the podcast, being that we've been uh, recording for about About a year year now, and uh, he's never made an uh, official appearance. Um, And there's a long (laughs) list of people um, that he feels have made appearances ahead of him, and uh, he's going to have a chance to tell you about that. Get this list together. (laughs) It's It's like the Dead Sea Scrolls rolling out. Over there with you.
1: I'm glad we're on the upper level. I can roll it out the window. So I can. Well, maybe you should introduce a Mike, say hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. I am Chalk Mike. I am the son of my pops, Ed. Hi, Ed. Uh, hi, Mike. Um, I'm the uh, castaway here. Why have you not brought me on, Dad? Why? Are you Scott, embarrassed to that's me? That's my uncle. I call him Uncle because he's hot. <laughs> that's my Uncle Scott. You feel me? Chalk Mike
2: mike was the longest running slighted member of the uh whiskey really? tangent community yeah. who feels like he should have been on six yeah. months ago so now that he's been on sergio now becomes the number one most slighted of our crew
0: yeah we have a we have an episode Sergio. You're, yeah, you're, you're coming be on soon
2: your time is yeah. coming if we can you know get through the pandemic if we can
0: get through the corona apocalypse we'll be fine episode 22 our last episode that we've done so far, uh, Green Spot versus Redbreast. We wanted to do another Irish whiskey episode because it would have been Jesus so long. so It was episode six that so we right. did our first one.
2: Right. We did Powers and Jameson yeah. in the first one, and then we did
0: Green Spot and Redbreast to do a step up. That was the episode Gabe and Siobhan were on, and we gave Gabe his uh, whiskey tangent jacket. That's right. So, Gabe, this marks your fifth episode on the Whiskey Tangent podcast. Wow.
1: Frequent flyer. uh,
0: Ed, please present him with his (laughs) five-time Whiskey Tangent (laughs) smoking jacket.
1: That I, is great. I, I kidded about this a couple episodes ago. I joked that, you know, like
0: SNL's uh, five-time hosting club, we should get a, a a red smoking velour jacket. And and that Ed, is Ed what we is have. Ed is
3: presenting me with a red smoking jacket. It says,
2: <laughs> Whiskey Sherpa. <laughs> on, the, on the one lapel. On
0: one lapel, it says, Whiskey Sherpa. On the other lapel, Gabe, five-time host, Whiskey Tangent. That is classic. And it was his 50th birthday. Correct. <laughs> so it's
2: Gabe's 50th birthday, and you only turned fifty one time. Oh, yeah, light the candles.
0: <laughs> she, the he almost lit fire. the uh,
2: pop filter on fire, which would have been hysterical.
0: I told myself I wasn't going to cry, and it's I'm not. It's uh, a rustic...
2: Well, maybe later. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> give him a quick handy. It's his birthday, for Christ's sake.
0: All right. Hello. All right I was talking to Scott. But anyway... Um, <laughs> And it was the one-year anniversary of our first recording. That's correct. That was a hilarious episode. Again, once again, Siobhan, just a caustic wit and also filthy. Oh, my God. We are so sh- off the rails. So much editing. Jesus. Okay, so, Ed, you motherfucker. You just reached into my glass to take a piece of ice out of it to put in his drink. Had- he has a whole glass next to him. Are you trying Ed's to say his not hands may be dirty? His decor. What I'm trying to say is he's fingered my glass. It was more of a fisting. <laughs> it was that. more of a fisting because Ed's two fingers is basically everyone else's fist. Mm. Am I right? Like, look at his fingers. Two fingers that could break a hymen. Oh. Damn.
1: Jesus. Uh, shit, Siobhan. <laughs>
2: it's hard to catch me off guard but right holy shit right
0: ah whiskey madness 2020 the final bar
2: spoiler alert if you haven't listened to whiskey madness pause right now and go back and do the whiskey madness because we're going to talk about it
0: Hello and welcome to the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Whiskey Madness 2020, The Final Pour, a four-week-long blind tasting tournament featuring 16 whiskeys from America, Scotland, and Ireland, modeled after the most famous bracket competition of all, NCAA basketball's March Madness. Joining me as always is Ed. Hey, everyone. And our friend and bartender extraordinaire, Anders.
1: Thanks for having me again.
0: Our venue is the stunning Whiskey Tangent Arena in beautiful downtown Marlton, New Jersey, otherwise known as my kitchen. <laughs> and the crowd is just electric with anticipation.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm going to say right now, if you actually do a blind tasting of four or five whiskeys that you like, and you throw in two whiskeys that you don't think you like, you might be surprised at how difficult it is to tell a difference. We had trouble Henry McKenna's one of my favorite bourbons, and I had a tough time picking it out against larceny.
0: Yeah, you take away the bottle, you take away the knowledge of the brand, yeah. your knowledge of, of how many times you've had it, and you pair it blind in the same glasses as three or four others, or even just two. And then when you put some water on it, and you're tasting them one after the other, and you're really comparing the nose, palate, the finish. And then what happens in your brain is, if they're not too dissimilar, you get confused as to which one is which.
2: Right. And I'll be dead honest with you, Bullet Rise is a very versatile whiskey. But I, I didn't think it was the best whiskey in the tournament. Okay. I'll be dead honest with you. Even though we ranked it number one in on the rise, I thought Willet it was going to win. And then if it did win, I thought that Henry McKenna and the Barbie one have smoked it. And if it somehow made it out there, I thought Green Spot would smack it aside. So I had it maybe top five in the tournament, but I certainly didn't have it as number one and I wasn't rooting for it.
0: And honestly, that number one seeding was kind of just... An homage it to was, it. Yeah, it it's, was
2: tongue-in-cheek from us because yeah. it was our home brand. It was something that we've been outspoken that we find to be, for the price point, the most delicious, most versatile whiskey that we think exists.
0: It was on our first episode. I have a bottle of it right now, the big bottle, because I right. love to make cocktails with it. It makes amazing right. cocktails.
2: $49.99 here for the $1.75. Right. So we could do Whiskey Madness again. That could be a thing we do every year. Oh, I would, absolutely. And we probably will because that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I need to thank Anders again. Oh, absolutely. Who, um, his only day off is Sunday, and he was coming in here every Sunday and recording with us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, three Sundays in a row. And uh,
2: I mean, that's like not having a day off for him for three weeks. So, Anders, thank you so much.
0: Yes, it wouldn't have been the same without him.
2: No. He had to break the tie to decide the champion.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's glass number one. Glass number one.
0: Okay, I'm not opening my
1: eyes. Put so this to the finals?
2: Could I have another half of each one?
1: Another half ounce of each one? I need a little more of a taste. Okay. Uh, Scott, here's the other glass. Okay. It's like I'm at a
2: quandary right now, and I can't make a decision. Here's glass A.
0: Wow. I have no fucking idea.
1: Ed, here's glass B. Thank you.
0: I'm not going to tell Anders which one I have picked until Ed makes his decision. This is so intense. The
1: final round. <sighs>
0: Ed has made his decision. You can hand it to Anders. It was hard. And then I will say.
1: Holy shit. That I'm
0: picking the second glass. That one you just put down. I don't know which letter that was.
1: You're picking the second glass God.
0: <laughs> yeah. And? In our
1: final round. Yes. It's a tie. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh my God. Oh,
1: it is it. a fucking tie. the, the championship. championship. Green spot and bullet rye. <laughs> so and and in the championship split. round. It was really close. Oh, so it's no, all up to you, Anders. To Anders.
2: <laughs> Who else would I want there? You want someone with his palate and his experience. So we were blessed to have him. And honestly, he's the one that validated the whole tournament for us by being the one to break every tie.
0: Yeah. At the end of the uh, final pour episode, he sort of breaks down how he felt that it was the most unbiased tasting that he'd ever been to.
1: But seriously, I do want to say, I'm sure there's going to be some percentage of detractors. Maybe, sure. Having a rough opinion on both Scott and Ed's profile, having bartended them for over a year and and having gotten to know them and doing all these wonderful podcasts, I kind of knew what they would favor. Mm. And all in all, I was shocked at almost every single round that we've done this might have been the most objective tasting that i've ever done i went into that final run being like motherfucker you can't pick the bullet ride. Right. like <laughs> you're a professional but at the end of the fucking day after pouring and seeing you taste every single one i couldn't tell where it was going to go
0: i'm glad he said that i'm glad he was the one who had to break the tie yep. um, and that it went to a tie folks just get some bullet rye and try it. Just do it. Yeah, get bullet rye and get
2: give, give three other spirits you think dominate it, and yeah. get someone to give you the, the blind tasting. And you're going to be surprised at where that measures up.
0: Yeah. And hey, if you don't pick it, hey, that's great. Yeah. You, you didn't pick it. Well.
2: I love people hating on it. I see people hate on it all the time online, on some of the Facebook groups that I'm in. It just kind of cracks me up. I'm like, good. I don't want bullet rye to become the next Henry McKenna where I can't find a goddamn thing and it's $70. Right.
0: Coming up. This year. So we are on the the, Corona apocalypse, as mentioned. We are now into the lockdown by half an hour. Um,
2: Yeah, I can't leave. I actually have to stay over now by law and and, and, (laughs) and, and sleep on the couch and go home in the morning. Right.
0: Uh, We have some that we recorded earlier. So if we do the Scotch episode after this. We are good <laughs> through May 7th and we don't have to record for another month. Right. So that's well, why we're doing right. this tonight. We have two more shorts that we've already recorded. Next week will be our take on our our second infinity bottle.
2: Right. We've done two infinity bottles. I loved our first infinity bottle and if I ever became a millionaire, I would just buy everything that we had in there and make nothing but that infinity bottle and drink it all the time. I'd have some minions in a basement somewhere mixing each of those bottles proportionally so I'd have like yeah. <laughs> six infinity bottles and that would be in my study
0: and then our um double blind tasting of higher end expression whiskeys in an sort of invitational bracket yeah we thing. did
2: right to piggyback off the whiskey madness we did what, what i've been calling the whiskey invitational right which is these uh, elite spirits that we've brought together to see which of those would win
0: yeah. And we sort of teach you how to do a double blind tasting. So what we did in the Whiskey Mandis was a single blind tasting because Anders knew, but Ed and I didn't. Right. This time we were with Gabe. Gabe came over and we did a double blind in that none of us knew what we were tasting.
2: It's very riveting.
0: Was it? I forget everything so I about it and I haven't listened to the edit yet. suggest
2: that you <laughs> listen to it because it's really remarkable.
0: And the most exciting thing that's coming up is we're going to do a scotch episode.
2: And like I said, my friend Joe and his wife are going to be here with us to do it. And we will bring them back. I promise we will because they're fantastic whiskey people.
0: Because there's so many scotches. Right. There's different regions. Yeah, we'll definitely have them back.
2: And we included scotch in the whiskey madness because scotch is such a huge part of the whiskey industry. That we've been avoiding. Yeah. <laughs> and so on our scotch episode, we are going to highlight a couple of scotches that we feel, if you're like us, bourbon and rye drinkers, what are some scotches that we can drink and kind of fit in? Right. Exactly. <laughs> or, or not, I mean, that sounds lame, but we expand our palate. Yeah. You know, that's not an art bag. You know, right. No, I'm an art bag. No. And the art bag people, you know who you are. You yeah. love being the obnoxious art bag people that you are. Okay. <laughs> because you think everything we drink is thin and shitty compared to your art bag. And right. I'm going to be honest. I had art bag in my mouth a couple of times and I hated every second of it. But I will tell you this, I will concede this. And I said it on the podcast before when I swallowed it. I kind of missed it. Mm. The flavor of an arbeg is so complex and terrible to me, but the complexity <laughs> is so there that as a seasoned whiskey drinker, you have to recognize the complexity that's present, even if you don't like it.
0: I feel like we also had the same opinion of the Lagavulin when we did the whiskey madness.
2: Well, you were way advanced on me. You secretly liked Lagavulin. You were drinking it well, behind uh, my back. Uh, no. no, no you were drinking behind my back
0: i was i know i'm admitting <laughs> to that uh, i think it scans with where our palates are like right. i do like the bolder flavors and the smokiness it's super smoky yeah. Yeah. but it's not as smoky to me as it is to you because right. my taste sensation is less than yours
2: right so i like the shivas. i like the akatushan um akatushan damn it. it you're really close that i was experience. really close yeah, that time you were I don't like the Lagavulin. I don't like the Arbag, I don't like smoky. I don't like the McCarthy's. The American mm. smoky mm. PD not bad on a cocktail though. I mean, yeah. Anders makes you know magic, but right he does. But if I can learn some scotches, some single malts, and things like that, and enhance my palate and grow in my experience of whiskey, I'm very happy to do that.
0: Right. So a couple more things that we have coming up, we're going to do probably our first Japanese whiskey.
2: Oh yeah, I'm excited about
0: that. now that we've planned a Scotch episode and we'll have that because uh, they're similar in a way they are. Also, of course, we're going to do cocktails on the five. Every five episodes, we're going to do yep. cocktails, and we're going to do Short about Blanton's. Ed was able to Why, procure I mean, one. And um, in the same vein that we did of barrel aged beer, we're planning a barrel aged wine episode
2: right. as well which is new for me
0: yeah that'll be interesting i so think we'll
2: be drinking wine that episode wine? yeah
0: we'll be drinking wine mm. aged in barrels bourbon barrels all right all right i think that's it <laughs> so
2: listen it's been a year i mean it's been an amazing experience i am so proud of scott and i for actually doing this and, and i think all of us you can relate to this you sit around and talk about things and then you don't ever do them and we were right there with you yeah for, for two years we talked about doing this and we never did it we finally did it and it's been an amazing rewarding experience it's been expensive <laughs> but the money was well spent. I don't feel bad about a, a cent of it. I probably spent over three thousand dollars on a whiskey. <laughs> We probably should have added it up. And for, by the way, the whiskey people at home, they're like, yeah, that's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You know, I mean, so I thank everybody for the support. Like I said, a thousand page likes is unreal, 4,000 downloads, 24 countries, six continents. I'm fascinated to know where we'll be six months from now and a year from now. Yeah,
0: I, I hope it's 10,000.
2: Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, most of all, and I think this is really important, I can't thank Scott enough. He works so hard editing this. He has takes such pride in our, in our finished product that I know that he, over stuff that other people simply would not care about <sighs> right. Most of the music is his he finds it and it's usually um royalty free um yes <laughs> so Unless i want i up. can't thank scott enough I, I couldn't picture doing it with anybody else because we both compliment each other so well that i could not do this podcast without him and i don't think he'd want to do it without me so
0: no that's absolutely true uh and thank you for and say- I would
2: shake your hand except just coronavirus right
0: <laughs> uh thank you for saying that um i couldn't do this without you. Like you said, we compliment each other on this. Um, I'm that sort of the technical behind the scenes person. We both do a lot of research for this, but I do all the editing and crafting of the final product, but there wouldn't be a product to craft (laughs) if it weren't for you.
2: Well, thanks so much. And thanks to everybody who supported us this first year. Absolutely. And all of our fans and the people who've been on here. And we can't wait to see what the next 12 months holds. Yeah,
0: it's been a pleasure. And it's been uh, one of the most creatively rewarding things that I've ever done.
2: Yep. So everybody, be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. And we'll keep putting out product as long as we can.
0: Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers.
2: If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Whiskey Tangent and follow us on Twitter at Whiskey Tangent. You can follow me personally at That Whiskey Guy and follow Scott at Giant Cup of Awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey. You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website,
0: whiskeytangent.podbean.com.